Your mindset is definitely, it's monumental, not just in like getting through all those things in the day, but like to that end goal of having this awesome comeback, right? You need to have that comeback in mind the whole time. What do you want life to be like? Welcome to Part-Time Athletes, a podcast that interviews everyday people about their fitness journeys. That was Janelle Shepard. She's another Arizona-based fitness professional, and she's the founder of a fitness business called Sweat and Sunshine. Today's episode is all about healing and recovering from an injury. So I would like to point out that neither myself nor Janelle Shepard are doctors or medical professionals. So disclaimer, uh, definitely consult with your doctor, your physical therapist, and your medical team about recovering from your specific injury. But we're just going to kind of talk in general about recovering from an injury. If you follow me on Instagram, you know that back in June, I sprained one of my ankles. And that was actually the third time that I had sprained that ankle. I had sprained it a few years, I want to say almost five years previously, while training for my first half marathon. And I didn't let it heal long enough. I think I only rested it for a week or two because that was the first time I had ever sprained anything in my entire life. And then I sprained it again in mile four of that half marathon. I didn't get to finish the race. Um, And so this time when I sprained it, I definitely took my time resting it. Probably helps that I am not training for races. Um, But Janelle recently broke her ankle. And so this topic is also... uh, personal to her. And so she's going to kind of walk us through her personal recovery journey and what has worked for her. But again, not doctors, please consult your medical team. So without further ado, let's get started, athletes. We're going to talk about healing and recovering from an injury, but this is personal to you because you're currently on that healing path. So do you mind sharing a little bit about uh, what happened to your ankle and just kind of where you're at in the healing process so far? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I was out on a hike. Um, It was a Sunday morning, some customers for for whatever reason, you know, it was a a sunrise hike. So they didn't show up that day. And so um, A few days before that, I had lost my big brother. Um, My brother Jason passed away. And so I had asked my sweetheart, Stephen, to come with me on this hike and just kind of come along with these guests just to be that extra support to get me through. I just wasn't sure I could do it. So these guests don't show up. So he and I end up going on this really romantic sunrise hike. And we have this moment where I'm like, jumping in the air and against the sunrise and he's capturing these images. And um, we had such a beautiful morning and um, it was such a change from the emotions I was feeling. So later that afternoon, um, I was just wanting to connect with my brother who was a skateboarder. (laughs) And I made like all these decisions in grief that I never would have made otherwise, but, um, I put on like the worst old shoes with no socks. Like I went out to the back of the house where there's no flat place to skate. Um, there's, you know, debris and everything in in the way. 
And so for about 10 minutes, I had some fun on the board and I was enjoying myself and I went in the house and then my sweetheart said, Hey, you know, do you want to go back out? You were having such a good time. And I was like, I really was. Yeah. Let's go back out again. And this isn't something I typically do because my, my business is, it involves so much, you know, being a fitness trainer, um, being a hiking guide, obviously I need to be healthy. So this is not something I typically do at all. But I went out and within about 30 seconds of going back out again, I had a moment where the board came out from underneath my feet. Um, I knew this move from hiking, right? Your feet come out from underneath you, boom, my body was ready to react. But my toe in these big shoes got caught underneath me. And so instead of my feet coming underneath me, my toes were there and I just kind of came completely down on my heel. I heard a loud crack and I saw my ankle just kind of bend in half. It almost, it looked like it anyways. Wow. So I knew it was really serious. Yeah. So that, that was the injury that was on June 27th. Yeah. Uh, so you're so about two months into the healing process now. That's right. Yeah. So now I'm, I'm two months in, we went back and forth of whether or not to have surgery, but <clears throat> I feel like I'm really, um, and my, my doctors feel like I'm at that point where I can definitely heal without the surgery. So that's the plan. Um, and I'm, I'm, I've got a boot that I'm wearing. And so right now I'm walking in the boot with a little bit of support. So I'm getting really close to being back on my feet again without crutches, without a, um, my handy dandy scooter. Um, and, you know, much more than that, I'm really not planning. I know what is ahead of me. I know what I have to do, but not putting a whole lot of timelines on it. I'm really trying to let my body um, decide uh, when that healing is going to be happening and just putting all of my efforts, everything I can think of into um, helping that along. And have you started doing any kind of like physical therapy or are you still working out like your upper body or your core? Yeah. Um, so I did start physical therapy just about two weeks ago. Um, and that's been tremendous. Just kind of, you know, when you haven't put your, you haven't put any weight on your foot, you haven't moved it in all these different ways for so long. Um, there's a lot to, to getting back to, you know, just putting weight on your foot again. So the physical therapist is really helpful with that. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm making some good progress so far. And I imagine exercise, because, you know, you're a really outdoorsy person is a really big outlet for you. So what have you been doing with all of that energy? And especially, um, you know, it's really, this is probably the worst time ever that you could have broken your ankle. Um, with all the other emotions that you were already processing, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it was, it was, I mean, it was be a hard thing at any time, but actually the timing was probably appropriate. I'll say that first of all, if it would have happened in, you know, like the winter or the fall where I make a vast majority of my money that would have like changed my whole year financially. Um, that's true. So for it to happen in the summertime, when things are already so slow for my business, naturally, that made it a lot easier. Um, and then it gave me some time to, to just be right. Slow my, down a little. 
I was literally able to sit and be with my mom every day for days and days. Um, we lived just down the street from each other and, you know, she lost her son. And so it was, here I was, I wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> so it was a great opportunity for us to kind of comfort each other. So the, the timing wasn't completely terrible. You know, it, it would have been hard at any time, but um, it did give me, it, you know, it's a, it gave me this whole opportunity to start thinking about healing and what does that mean, you know, emotionally and physically. So it's more of a minor, an odd blessing. <laughs> yes. But yeah, the, the physical activity, I miss it huge. It's a huge part of my life. At first, I literally, the first day uh, I said to myself, I've got to put in a routine together that I can do like a strength training routine, you know, something that I can do with this injury. And I went in and I went to go get my big weights. And I was like, I can't, I can't even get to my big weights, let alone pick them up. And then I thought, okay, I'll use the lightweights. So I go to get the lightweights and, you know, same thing. I, I, my whole body hurts because I've been in these crutches and I've been carrying this heavy boot, you know, there's, I, you know, eventually I said, okay, maybe some yoga, you know, and I did a little bit, but I said, you know, this is just not a time to build strength. This is a time to heal. And, and so I had to kind of think about what, what that means. Um, but I, I, I do, I was able to teach a few classes amazingly um, to continue uh, like the higher intensity classes, I had to stop, obviously, but I do teach um, um, a group of uh, 55 plus men and women at the Pile Adult Center here in Tempe. And so I was able to keep that strength training class going. And that was tremendous for me. You know, I could pick up a two couple, you know, a two, two pound uh, set of weights and I could still get a little physical activity in and, and keep myself up. And I, I really thought I was going to put on weight and I was so worried about all of that, but it was so hard to get around. It takes so much energy to do anything. So yeah, just trying to get through your day is taking up a lot of energy. So kind of worked out. Yeah. <laughs> and so what are some of the key things that you think have helped you with your healing and recovery process so far? Yeah, I think. In everyday life, these are three things that I would say are so important. Um, and then even more so, obviously, when you're trying to heal, that's nutrition, that's sleep, and then your attitude, um, you know, your mindset. Uh, so all of those things have played a huge role. I think with nutrition, ha um, initially going to see my doctors, you know, coming back the next week and the next week and having them be so impressed. They did want to have surgery at the beginning, but by the time I made it to the surgeon, you know, he said, I think you've healed so well that we really just need to keep this going. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't do surgery. And I was like, wow, that's great to hear. And so I would like to, you know, really think that my nutrition played a good role in that. And what's yeah. your diet? Like, I know we were just talking about your turmeric tea. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, um, fiber, I really, I'm focused on those essential nutrients, right? Fiber, vitamins, minerals, you need your water. We've got to get some protein, some carbohydrates, right? All of those things are what I'm focusing on when I'm creating my meals. So for my specific injury, which was an ankle break and, um, some damage to my ligaments, 
Um, I was definitely looking at really healthy sources of protein. Again, lots of fiber, like dark leafy greens. Um, those are going to be essential to healing the break. And those can be found like you'll, you'll, you also want like your fish, your beans, nuts, fruits, vegetables, all of those things can give you that, that fiber, that protein. Do you do a lot of meal planning? Like, are you one of those people that is, has the stuff set in your fridge? <laughs> no, 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 no. I am like a simple cook. I'm a minimalist in so many different ways in my life. And cooking is like that. Um, I'm organized. I will say that I'm organized, but I don't have like meals set out ahead of time. Um, you know, I just, I've, I, I, I constantly cook at home. So it's this, system of like, yeah, getting the groceries, you've got the stuff in the freezer that you can use, you've got the fresh stuff, making use of it all, you know, when it's good and right. And um, yeah, I'm like a, like a minimal, you know, five ingredient type of cook. Yeah, me too. But that was actually, I had that struggle this week. I was like, I need groceries because my fridge is empty, but I'm like, but I don't want to cook like nothing sounds good right now so I was like trying to figure out what what am I buying because I don't know what I want to make <laughs> one of the things that I, I did do in the beginning when I really started cha changing my diet back in 2011 I made a grocery list template and so I had my categories of like your your meat and you know poultry and, and fish and then I had you know my vegetables my fruits my grains um and I had the, the typical things that I would buy. So it wasn't this thing where every time I'm going to the grocery store, this is what I'm buying. But it, it, most of the grocery store trips, it's all the stuff on this list because I've decided these are the things that are really good for me. Um, these are things I really love. And these are things I like to cook. These are easy for me to cook, you know. And so I pretty much just know what that is and kind of keep, you know, recycling that. And then like once a month or so, I'll try to add in a new dish. So also looking at the other two factors on your list. So sleep, are you, do you like get up and wake up at the same time every single day, go to bed at the same time? How do you yeah. resist the Netflix or the phone scrolling? <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm pretty well, uh, I have those habits kind of nailed down, um, and, you know, I, I, I love like nutrition and um, um, health and fitness podcasts. So I'm always just constantly learning and hearing all these things. And then like, okay, let me try them in my life. And so definitely like turning off all of the, my um, electronics are all in a little box that gets shoved away, away from my bed, you know, at night. And Even your cell phone? Do you have like an old fashioned alarm clock? No, it's my cell phone. I, so I literally have to get up and walk over and pull the thing out to get it. It's really hard to go back to bed after you've already stood up. Yeah, I think cooking at home, but then is number one. But number two of like the healthy habits that I established that changed my life is going to bed and getting up at the same time every day. Um, that regularity is so good for our bodies. Um, Sleep is that that time for restoration and repair. So it's particularly important when you're uh, when you're trying to heal, and when you're when you're in that restful mode, there's different hormones that are flowing um, that really help you to heal faster. So it's definitely important to take advantage of it. But getting on that regular schedule uh, really was one of the ways that I was able to make it work for me. Yeah. 
And what do you do to help regulate your attitude? Because that can be a challenge sometimes. You know, you're having that day where you spill the coffee down the front of your shirt or (laughs) seems like everything that can go wrong is going to go wrong. Yeah, definitely. I mean, when you're there are so many days where I usually I love, love, love going to my my class and teaching and seeing my students and there were a couple of times, you know, during the first few weeks where it's so hard to move and so painful and and my ankles broken, you know, that I did not look forward to getting up and getting dressed and, and heading out the door. You know Um, I think like the Nike has it right. Like just do it. That's part of it. Right. But my, your mindset is definitely, it's monumental, not just in like getting through all those things in the day, but like, to that end goal of having this awesome comeback, right? You need to have that comeback in mind the whole time. What do you want life to be like? You know, when I talked to my physical therapist, she said, what are the goals here? And I said, well, I want to be able to trail run again without any concern. You know, when I got on the trail back before the injury, I was very careful, but I didn't, I wasn't scared. I wasn't worried. I wasn't in pain. I wasn't in any kind of discomfort, it was so free. And I want to feel that again. So I'm constantly visualizing that I'm, that's what I'm working towards, you know? And was there anything else you wanted to talk about regarding to like healing and whether emotional or physical? Yeah. Um, I will say visualization is one of the most effective techniques I've found. So imagining that comeback, like I just said, but also like you want to be present for the healing process, you know, don't just sit back and let it happen to you. Recognize that this is healing, right? Like I said, um, this isn't the time for me to like challenge myself, right? Build strength. This is the time for me to really heal um, and rest. And um, so you want to have that attitude, right? Definitely follow your doctor's orders. You want to have a plan, but you also want to follow your body's timing, that's huge. I feel like, especially for athletes, we, yeah. the doctor tells you what you don't want to hear. Like you need to stay off of it for so many days. There's so many memes about that. <laughs> <laughs> Another person trainer. hears something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. You have to recognize this is a time of healing and it's just a season, right? It's not going to be forever. And the more that you adapt to this and you focus on that healing, the better, the sooner it's all going to happen for you. You know, um, there is that mind body connection and, you know, there's tons of research out there that, you know, that has shown this over and over again, but our brain produces substances that can improve our health and that can make us sick, um, in the wrong amount. So, you know, like endorphins are natural painkillers, you know, those are the kind of things that we want flowing, you know, um, and those come along with positive thoughts. We research shows that when your brain produces what your brain produces depends in part on your thoughts and your feelings. So you want those positive, healthy hormones flowing or like the negative thoughts and the, the hormones that are not going to be productive to our healing. So really important to make that mind body connection. So let's shift gears a little bit. I mean, we, we talked a little bit about your business, but just for people that 
don't live in Arizona, haven't visited, don't know you, tell us a little bit about your outdoor fitness business and also your personal training. Yeah. So um, uh, the business is Sweat and Sunshine. Um, I started in 2018. It's really Sweat and Sunshine is the inspiration that you need to kind of create that healthy lifestyle that you've dreamed of. You know, I kind of grew up where being outside was absolutely normal. It was something that we did on a daily basis. And then it was also something that we did as a family. Um, we, we lived in, uh, we grew up, in, I grew up in Palm Springs, California. And we used to say to my mom, can we go play in the desert? Well, everywhere was desert, but that's literally what we did. We would just go out and play in the desert. We had the most amazing adventures growing up. Um, and then my mom, she would take us, you know, as a single mom, she was trying to find these affordable ways to keep her kids entertained and educated. So we were always at the park, always at the library, always on the trails. And, um, so a lot of what I've created for sweat and sunshine really started in those experiences with my family kind of growing up. And I really just want to share that with other people. Once you realize, Hey, all I need to do is get out there, be active, enjoy the sunshine really connect with nature and I'm going to exponentially, you know, be better. Um, and that it's not hard to do, right. That it's the easiest, most natural thing to do. So that's really what I kind of want to share with people with sweat and sunshine. Um, I definitely have, um, outdoor adventures, outdoor fitness experiences. So maybe we're training by the lake instead of, you know, training in a gym, and we're making use of all of the natural space around us and changing up the environment from time to time. So we do a circuit over here or a circuit over there. Um, and then I also do virtual fitness as well. So I have a studio in my home and I do some classes from there as well. And you do your booking on, it's Airbnb, right? Um, I do have some available on Airbnb, but at my website, my website, Sweat and Sunshine, um, you can do all the booking there as well. And that lists um, like for the adventure ones, all the locations that people could go to. Cause it seems like, I think for local people, it could be like a fun little adventure in the city. So something to like switch up your routine. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that is the point of it. Like I, you know, this doesn't have to be something necessarily, this is a special treat that you go out and you have this adventure, you have this, fitness experience, you know, out in nature, and then it inspires you. And then you realize, oh gosh, I can go out and I can make these happen for myself. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's so many state parks and county parks within an hour's driving distance of Tempe, Phoenix, Mesa. So yes, we are so fortunate. And that was a big part of my inspiration too, because it's all right here. It's so, so, so easy to access. And just with a little bit of help, you know, getting started. I know a lot of people come from out of state and they're new here. Um, you know, how to hike with rattlesnakes. What's that like? You know, so sometimes it's good to start out with a guide and then you get Yeah. To and rattlesnake season is coming. I remember last year I went camping in October. It was, uh, I think it was Cave Creek State Park and I was walking to take the trash out at night and I was looking up at the stars and all of a sudden I hear this infamous rattle and I was like, crap and I look down and there's one crossing the road yeah yeah they I, I I had just I think just one encounter this season just one you know they 
very, very rare to see them, but when you do, it's certainly exciting. That's one word for it. I was terrified, (laughs) but you know what? You just back up and then they'll continue on their way. And that's right. It it helps, you know, I think in any environment that you go into to learn a little bit about the, the, um, the habits of this, of, you know, the animals there and definitely with the rattlesnake, once you learn a little bit about their attitude and, and their temperament and their habits, it makes it makes you feel a little bit more comfortable going out there. Yeah, but whew, that season's definitely coming up as the heat dies down a little bit before it gets cold. <laughs> uh, October, I will start doing, um, well, I won't start doing, I've actually, uh, I've hired uh, a team member to join my, my team so that he can take some of the hikes that I would usually do October, November, December. And so we're going to start doing sunrise hikes here in October. And so that'll be that time where they're out looking for breakfast early in the morning when the sun rises and it's still October. They're not going into hibernate just yet. So yeah, that'll be that time when you want to go with a guide, you want to have somebody who's watching out for you. (laughs) Yeah. Especially if you're new to the state and not quite familiar yet. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Is there anything else you wanted to talk about while you have a microphone? I will say I do have a really quick read on my blog. The page is uh, sleep is the solution. So if you are having problems with sleep, these are like just four really quick, simple solutions. Nothing revolutionary, but it's like inexpensive. You're not going to be taking any medication. Simple things to kind of try before you start like reaching for your PM Tylenols or that kind of thing. Oh, I might check that out. I've been having some issues sleeping lately. I was taking melatonin for a while, but I read you're not supposed to take that for more than a few weeks at a time. So (laughs) I was like, I need to cut back. And now I'm like having a hard time sleep again. So, and it helps to have an arsenal, you know, of, (laughs) of things that you can try, you know, a few things at a time. So, yeah. All right, athletes. That's all the time we have for today's episode. If you want to connect with Janelle Shepard, Um, You can visit her website, it's sweatandsunshine.com, and you can find out about all of the good stuff she has coming up, Um, and you can also find that blog post that she mentioned about sleep. And thanks again, Janelle, for making time to do this interview. I really appreciate it. And thanks to you, listeners, for making time to listen to this episode. If you want to be on Part-Time Athletes, send me an email at parttimeathletespodcast at gmail.com. You can also find that email address because it's very long at brieoutside.com and just copy and paste it. So in the next couple episodes, I am going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk about what I have learned from all of you lovely part-time athletes who have interviewed on the show. So you're going to hear clips from some past episodes, but quite frequently when I am out running or doing yoga or even just on a walk, I think about some of the things that I have learned from all of these wonderful conversations. Um, and any listeners out there, if there's anything that you have taken away from the show that you want me to talk about, um, shoot me an email. 
You can even send me a voice clip if you want, um, or just send me an email. And again, it's parttimeathletespodcast at gmail.com. But thanks for listening and let's talk again soon.